What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live Label Free. Super pumped. We got a very cool guest with us today. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, tune in, and listen to us drop some wisdom, some inspiration, and all those good things. My next guest is a leadership coach. He's the founder of his amazing organization called Keppel Coaching, and he is also a podcast host. Please welcome Kevin Keppel to the show. Kevin, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I love my coaches. And so I too am a certified life coach. And now I'm the head coach for uh, the Female Podcasters Network and a founding uh, partner with them. So I really believe in coaching and that whole process. I personally, when I went through my certification, learned a lot of skills for myself personally that helped me become a better person. But let's talk about like what you offer people, because I love what your, what your, um, what your podcast is all about and kind of like what you, um, your coaching business embodies. So sure. Um, on us. <laughs> tell us all the good, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, pretty <laughs> it's pretty simple. I really focus on, you know, helping successful leaders that are successful, but really stressed and, you know, kind of helping them move from chaos to freedom by aligning with their heart so they can maximize happiness, find more access to creativity and aliveness and start making the impact they want to make, live in life the way they want to live it. And uh, yeah, pretty simple. I think that's very important, especially in like the corporate world, because I feel like the corporate world kind of is, it goes against like it's living in your truth, living in, you know, in freedom and, and you're supposed to kind of operate like a robot. And if you follow what they want, you move, you, you slowly move your way up the ladder. And I think by the time people, you know, if they're looking to be a leader, they get there, they've kind of got, got become numb a little bit. Yeah. I think that's a really brilliant point because that, that when you, you know, striving for like a sameness and it's competitive. And when you have a competitive culture like that, you know, it does not foster creativity and uniqueness. And that's like the greatest gift that people are going to offer you is, you know, their specific brand of genius. But if you want me to win this specific way, like I may have some talent in there, but you're definitely not going to get my zone of genius. Right. Yeah. I may even get to excellence. And I've been there. I've had the job where it's like, I was really good at, it. I was getting really good results I was, you know, in sales and I was winning the trips and, and I was really miserable. And then I started getting diminishing returns and like my, like, weird stuff like, like with my health, because I was so like misaligned with what I was supposed to be doing. And what was the solution? Do more of the same, right? That, you know, just yeah. work harder. And uh, man, it, it wasn't fun. And the, that question kept coming up like this can't be it. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Stephen Covey in his book, seven habits of highly effective people, make sure your ladder is leaned up against the right wall. And I was going up the ladder and I looked around and I didn't want to be there. I wasn't happy. And I couldn't imagine being there for five more weeks, much less, you know, 50 years or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So tell us about that. So when did you switch gears? So I love talking to people that have experienced that corporate life and then kind of switch gears and went into, you know, being more in alignment with what their soul and their heart and their mind really needs. And so I love, I love hearing the story. So how long ago did you get out of that and start your coaching practice? Gosh, um, like the big shift, I guess, from corporate sort of started 10 years ago. I was, you know, working in that job I was just telling you about and I was having success. And I remember I won one of the trips you win and I was looking around yeah. and I'm like, man, I don't feel like anybody else here is 
like like me. And that's everybody doesn't need to be like me, but they were really excited about the stuff that was being talked about. It was like tax codes or something that I think I just almost <laughs> fell asleep saying, but they were really like so engaged. And I'm like, I couldn't care less. I'm I'm like spinning in my chair to see how many times it takes my feet to touch the floor. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta oh, get wow. out of here, you know? Yeah. And I um I was working with a business coach at the time and he was, he was a funny guy. He was in the secret service for almost 30 years. And so he's very good at being stoic and not saying a word and standing still and making you uncomfortable. So you tell all your secrets, right? Yeah. And, uh, but he had a great heart and he goes, man, tell me what you love about your job. And I was like, well, I love this. I love that. And, da, 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 and I got finished and he did the stare for like two minutes. It felt like two hours. And I was like, talk some more probably because I was uncomfortable. And he goes, dude, I don't even think you like your job. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, did your body language change? He's like, you wouldn't look me in the eye when you're talking to me. Your, your, your tone shifted. He's like, well, do, do you like anything about it? And I was like, well, okay, some things could be better. And really, we got clear that I really like helping other people because I was the director of sales. And so I did a lot of mentoring and coaching and training. Yeah. And I really like helping other people just, you know, be more without making them feel like less. And, yeah. you know, I didn't know how to say that at the time. I didn't even know that. He's like, dude, you should be a coach. And then there's limiting belief pops up or the ego. And it's like, I don't want to struggle. Oh, you know, I'm going to struggle and be a coach and blah, 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 blah. And so long story short, that was the beginning of, you know, shifting over to doing my own thing. And so I actually worked for a large organization. I kind of made it my intention to find, you know, a way to grow and learn in that capacity. And because I want to do it, I want to really help at a high level. And um, I got a job with a large company as a sales and leadership coach and trainer. So I got to do that every day for couple of years and I got really, really good at it. And then I stepped over and did my own thing a few years ago and uh, rainbows and unicorns since, right? That's <laughs> business ownership, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it is great being an entrepreneur and having your own business, but the highs and lows are very high and the lows are very low when you, as you get started and you get, you know, trying to build your foundation, I guess you would say. And it's, uh, I've had many businesses and so I've experienced a lot of those ups and downs personally. Yeah. Yeah. It can, there could definitely be peaks and troughs, but uh, you know, one of the goals is always equanimity. So I want to stay as close to center as I can, because if I go too high, I got to crash down. If I go too low, I got to climb all the way back up and you know, yeah. easier said than done for sure. But I was pretty intentional about really building my practice on the side first, because I didn't want to be in the place of having needing to like get a client or whatever, because I, I don't think that I'd be able to serve at the level I wanted to, if it was, any about me because it's not about me when I'm working with other people. It's about, you know, what do they need? And yeah. so I was fortunate enough to be able to do that in tandem a little bit. And I probably would have left that uh, corporate sales training role sooner, but my wife is very safety and security. And she's like, just wait a little bit longer, wait a little bit longer. And, and then finally got to the point, I'm like, Hey, I'm making more here than I am here. And I was yeah. making great money in the corporate job, but you know, she's like, Oh, okay. I guess it'll be okay. You know? And yeah. so, um, but yeah. really, really grateful for the people that helped me get there too, you know? Sure. Sure. So I actually want to kind of ask some questions about the people that you work with and maybe some common denominators with, you know, people that are in leadership in large corporations. I saw a lot of impressive logos on your website. What is a common theme among the leaders that you work with to help empower them to become better leaders? I guess you'd say. And one of the common things, and it was very familiar to me too, it was, it is, and still very frequent is people trying to be everything to everyone and, yeah. you know, really trying to crush it across the board. And man, you're not ever going to be good at everything period. And nor do you want to be good at everything. Yeah. And it's so powerful when you can finally give yourself permission to be you. 
and, you know, focus on the things that, you know, really light you up. It's like, you know, what am I passionate about? And then how do I mix generosity into that? You know, that's the simple, but not easy question, right. That we all need to answer and just getting people aligned with what they do really well, but also it's so powerful when you can help, you know, everybody knows that other people see the world differently, but few people actually execute on that. Right. Most people, well, I'm going to put myself in their shoes, but I'm going to look at the world as me through their eyes. That doesn't do you a lot of good because you're missing out. You know, you don't know, you know, what's important to them or, you know, what excites them or what doesn't, or what turns them off or what they're seeing. And, you know, we're all so similar, but extremely different at the same time. And, you know, it builds so much I think empathy and humility when you can, you know, continually evolve towards your highest self because you realize how much different you are than other people. And, you know, like it's, it's okay, man. Like nobody's perfect. And if you strive for perfection, you're going to constantly feel like a failure because that's an expectation you're creating of an unattainable goal. And like, I can't relate to perfection, right? If you're perfect, I definitely can't. That doesn't resonate with me because I've never been perfect. I prove that constantly. And, you know, like if you're not, you know, making mistakes and quote unquote failing, then you're probably not going very big. You're probably not doing anything that exciting because you're staying safe and you're pandering to the middle. And you know what? Like we are created from an infinite intelligence. We are created to be exceptional. But when you pander to the middle like that, you're playing average. And if you want to be above average, you got to treat yourself above average. Like. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, like- I love that. That was awesome. So with the last couple of years, I think the the world has shifted a lot, especially in the corporate world where people are called the great resignation and people like realizing that, hey, I'm not happy. This has put things in perspective for me. I need to change directions. And so has that affected some of the leaders in corporate that you may have worked with or are working with now because of some of the shift that's happened? Yeah, of course. You know, I think it really actually allowed me to help the leaders I work with create more traction. So I'm like, you need to be more intentional about what do they need now more so than ever, because people are getting disenchanted and, you know, they see the family and friends like just, you know, doing whatever else or just not being engaged. And like, then like, that's the model for them. Like, if you want, you know, people to do a certain thing, you know, you got to, like Gandhi said, right, be the change you want to see. And so, you know, like there's this really simple idea I like to help people understand. It's like, you know, there's an influence equation and, you know, John Maxwell influences leadership. Right. Yeah. And it's like this, but most leaders get it backwards and myself included when I was new to leadership, but it's, you know, trust, connection, vision. Right. And when you do it in that order, really good things happen. But most leaders start with vision. They're like, hey, here's where we're going. And then they tell people what to do. Right. Go get it. And people are like, okay. And then as soon as the leader's not around, they don't really care because they're not connected to it and they don't maybe even feel bought in because they don't trust the leader. That's like the first question that we're asking internally of any leaders. Like, do you like me? Because I feel like you don't like me. I definitely don't feel safe. And if I don't yeah. feel safe, I probably don't trust you. And yeah. if I don't feel safe, I'm not going to be vulnerable and go into the unknown and be creative. You're not yeah. going to get my best self. And it's not even intentional, right? But if I trust you and I feel like what's important to me is important to you, that's when yeah. I start really feeling connected to you and connected to your vision. And when I'm connected to you, you know, a really good connection built on trust, like I will happily co-create your vision and yeah. even better, we're going to co-elevate together. And if you want to truly create any kind of championship, if it's little league or, you know, a multi-billion dollar business, you have to have people growing as individuals and as a team, or you're giving away and leaking power like tremendously. And so like the influence equation is so simple, like, but again, right. Not easy sometimes. 
boom. Holy cow. Like I just was like, I'm fired up from that. Yeah, yeah me too. Let's go get it. <laughs> I feel like you should be on a stage somewhere talking about that because that was like, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready to start doing jumping up and down like I'm at Tony Robbins or something. <laughs> oh, man, you're awesome. <laughs> wow, that was very powerful. Hey, Dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? Because I know, I know Mom's all about that, so I, I <laughs> want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah, uh, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it? Well, so when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the... Manscape 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand. Yeah, works oh, I, awesome. Have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light. And I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's it, they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow. That's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know you can get it at manscaped.com. Uh, and while you're at manscaped.com, you know that we got a code so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at labelfree20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And, uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these quality premier products um, like this here. It's for your, it's a deodorant. Now, is it for underarm or other places or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code, we're using the code again. Label free 20. Label free 20. Free shipping. Free shipping. I mean, how can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. So when someone, what do you think is a deciding factor with the people that the leaders that you work with that say, Hey, I need some help. I need to get coaching, you know, in case some of the leaders out there listening and just is like, so that makes them feel like it's okay to get a coach to help them become better. Yeah. And you know, whether it's me or Deanna or just Someone find else, somebody that, yeah. that resonates with you, like, because if you want to be more, you have to have somebody that can reflect back to you, you know, the things you're not seeing because the best coaches, they're not like telling you what to do by any means. And they're not going to put you through the same system. They put everybody through. There's certainly things that heighten the probability of success, but the approach has to be you. And, you know, like really, really crucial that, you know, you resonate with the person first and foremost, right? Cause that's an influence yeah. equation. Again, you got to like, feel like you can trust this person and you know then that leads to connection and the co-creation and all that good stuff but i think that you know what it took me 30 years to learn how to say i don't know and mean it literally and you know what that's the most powerful phrase i think i know right i don't know and yeah. i don't have to know and yeah. you know steve jobs said i don't hire smart people so the, to tell them what to do i hire them so they can tell me what to do and yeah. you know it's not that the coach is smarter than you or you're dumb or anything like that but a good coach is going to help you see where you're wasting your energy blocking it not using it and like I, I love sports right and you know dallas cowboys america's team we live in america so of course i love the cowboys while well, i live in dallas you guys spoiler alert yeah. <laughs> but it would be you know, even though it feels like sometimes on Sundays they don't have any coaches, like it would be ludicrous if you looked on the sideline and there weren't like 30 coaches, right? Yeah. And, you know, any profession you know, has 
coaches of all different caliber, right? Like fitness coach, a voice coach and et cetera, et cetera. And I, I work with a coach and like, I absolutely love to be coached because every time I am, I literally quantum leap down the road, you know, skip yeah. massive steps because working with a coach is, is like a miracle. And what do miracles do? Miracles compress the need for time. And that's yeah. what a good coach is going to do for you. They're going to compress the need for you to get the time on the floor so you can actually get where you want to go. And to be quite honest, it's really your responsibility to become the very best version of you you can possibly be because the more you grow, the more you're going to be able to give. And that's yeah. why you were given all these gifts. So you could grow as much as you can and give it all away and serve in other people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was, and also I feel like it's important to say that be even like if you're wanting to grow or you're looking to find a coach, that's not coming from a place of weakness. It's actually coming from a place of strength and saying, Hey, I want to be better at this, this, and this, whatever it is that you're looking to, wherever you're looking to be, um, better in whatever that looks like for you. I think it's to be that vulnerable and say, Hey, I need to, to add more value to what I'm doing is a very powerful thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's again, saying, I don't know is how I definitely unlocked my freedom because if I have to know everything and have to have all the answers, then I'm going to keep recycling the past over and over again. And it's yeah. like that movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, except not fun or funny like it was in the movie. <laughs> oh, no. And you know, like literally you find yourself living, you know, the same life for years. And then it's like the personal inflation, right? The world continues to revolve around you, just not the way you want it to. And you're getting passed up. And that's just a extremely detrimental place to be because there's no passion in that. There's no purpose in that. Yeah. Do you have a success story you want to share with a, a, someone that you've worked with where you saw incredible growth and um, them reconnecting to their passion or what, what, whatever that looks like for you with one of your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it's like pick a favorite kid, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've been, I've been really blessed to work with some really just cool inspiring people. And, you know, who just came to mind was one of my favorite clients. Um, and I've been working with her for gosh, three years now. And I, whenever we started working together, she was crushing it. She was making about 500 a year, you know, great money. And she was working for another firm. She was the president actually of a firm. And she was like, I'm really miserable. Like I'm overstressed, I'm overworked. And I'm yeah. just, like, what's the point? You know, I'm making great money, but I don't really even enjoy it because I'm like, I'm pretty upset all the time about not being happy. Right. Yeah. And it was just total chaos. And so, you know, long story short, what we helped her do is get really clear. First and foremost, you have to answer these two questions. You know, what do you want and why do you want it? And so many people think they know, but they really don't. And like, if you don't know what you want, how would you know if you even got it? Or how do you know what action to take to go get it? Yeah. And then like, that's again, it's like, what, you know, what is what, you know, like, what do you want when you go to the grocery store that you have to know that. Right. And so what do you want out of your life, out of your career? And you know, that's the passion. Right. And then why that's your purpose. Yeah. And it's, it's so important that you get really clear on that because the purpose is what's outside of you. Right. How do I mix generosity and this passion? Because people are much slower to give up on themselves than, than the outer people, you know, the whole. And when I'm focused on serving you, I don't have a lot of time to worry about what's in it for me or how I'm feeling or whatever's not working. And most people, they get tripped up, though. They try to add in a third question, the how. Well, how, how, how? Yeah. I'm like, well, if you knew how, wouldn't you already be doing it? Yeah. And so it's like that great quote from Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. You know, he was in Auschwitz for six years, concentration camps, worst conditions maybe that ever existed on Earth. And he said this, when your why is big enough, the how will emerge. 
I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant, right? Because, you know, like when we get into action, we start getting feedback. You know, maybe this yeah. isn't the way to go. Maybe, maybe there's a better way to go or whatever it is. But, you know, first and foremost, we got to figure out what you want and why. So we did that with her. And she's like, man, I want to start my own company. I'm unhappy because I'm working here. And so fast forward just a couple of months, she launched her own firm. And this was, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And now the first year she doubled her income, made seven figures for the first time. The second year she went to 1.5. That's her take home, not revenue for the business. Yeah. She took home 1.5 the second year in business, which you know, pretty unheard of to have growth like that. Yeah. I think she's grown her company at around, I think there's about 30 people in the company now and she's crushing it and she's happier than she's ever been. Like she's taking like half days off on Fridays. She has a <laughs> dreams list with her family. They're checking them off. Like I saw him in a New Orleans Saints game. I'm like, what are you doing at a Saints game? We live in Dallas. And she's like, yeah. it was her son's dream to go to a Saints game for whatever reason. So they're all there like at a Saints game because that was one of his dreams. And they just bought like a lake house. And she's like, we're going to do so much life here for generations. And she's like, every time I talk to her, she's like, I'm so grateful. Like, I was just so grateful for this time we have together. And, you know, I'm so Aww. grateful that. You know, I have this space and it's so beautiful, man. She's such like an yeah. angel of a person and she helps so many people with what she does. And so really, really cool um, success story for her. And for you, that's amazing. That's a testament to what you do and to help people really uh, figure out where it is they're going and, and to get, get rid of some of those blocks that's preventing them from to get there. So awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So we're getting close on time. It's almost time to wrap things up. Tell us really quick about your podcast. I, I love uh, the name of it. Sure. Yeah. It's Unlock Your Freedom with, uh, with me, Kevin Keppel. Uh, what I love to do is host awesome people like you. So uh, hopefully you guys will see Deanna over there on that channel. But yeah. uh, I really just love to bring on other powerful leaders that are really looking to, you know, serve other people and whatever their, their quest or mission is. And, you know, like we're all heroes and we all need guides, right? And, yeah. you know, some of us get to be guides and help other heroes. But it's so important that, you know, you don't let yourself either become or allow to continue to be the victim of your own success where the, your success is the villain and you're the victim, yeah. you know, like we're built to be heroes. And so that's kind of the messaging. And I just really like to bring on beautiful people with great stories and great hearts to, you know, connect. So. I love it. Well, I'd love to, I'd love to be, be on it. I mean, I think that it's so important to share incredible stories and touch people in any way that you can and hopefully give them a, if they're going through a darkness that you shine a light in their life that can help them see that the darkness yeah. is not forever. There is light at the end of that tunnel. Just yeah. keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find your way. You'll find your way through the shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, I will make sure I put, Oh, where can people find you? I was going to get skip that part, but you plug them really quick. Uh, sure. You can, Kevin Keppel on, on the Instagram or uh, KevinKeppel.us, either one. I love to make new friends. So uh, anything stood out to you, feel free to say hi. I, uh, I love you either way. So hopefully everything's going great. Yes. I will make sure I put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So do not hesitate to reach out to this awesome individual. He is obviously very passionate about what he does. I love his energy. So I'm sure you will too. If, if anything, go follow his podcast and go follow him on Instagram, support him that way. That is the best way that you can support people like us that are putting good words out into the universe. So last good words for, from you today, which you've dropped a lot of great stuff. Any last words of wisdom or advice you want to leave with the audience? Yeah, I think one of the most powerful things that we can all do is be super intentional about being kind as opposed to right. You know, like we need more kindness in the world. And, you know, kindness is a beautiful expression of love. 
And, you know, whatever you focus on, you're going to expand in your life. If you're super intentional about, you know, being kind and loving, then you're going to have more kind and loving types of people, types of situations, types of opportunities. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's what we're all built on is love. We came from infinite love. So it's a really good place to live. I love that. Yes. Oh, I'm crying. I'm kidding. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure having you as a guest. Please keep us uh, informed of any new projects or if you become a speaker or write a book. Because I feel like that might be in your future. Let us know so we can have you back and uh, update the audience. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, share, comment, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.